This week on Dynasty Domain, we are talking quarterbacks. We're going to go through some guys we think you should be buying, as well as some guys that you maybe should be trying to get rid of on your Dynasty team this offseason. I'm Avery Huffman. I'm here with Nathan Schmidt. Hey, hey. And Simon Denny. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Dynasty Domain. All right, let's jump back into it. We took a week off. We were all over the place. Nathan was a world traveler, just hiking mountains, and and I was just working. But yeah, Nathan was Nathan was being adventurous, and um, it was obviously a holiday weekend. So we hope you enjoyed your uh, Independence Day weekend as we did. We uh, were independent from fantasy football. For we a were week. independent from fantasy football, and we yeah. did not pull any Jason Pierre Pauls. And that was very successful. Although I couldn't hear out of one of my ears for a couple of days, like legit, because of the fireworks oh, that we set off. That's pulling an AMH right there. I guess if you want to call it that, yeah. Don't tell them my middle initial. Sorry. Privacy. I'm going to bleep <laughs> it out. Jeez. Uh, trade scenario of the week. Let's do it. We haven't had one. So it's it's uh, the trade scenario of this week and last week. And I think we've got enough discussion on it to make it last too. So yeah. um, here we go. So the first side of this trade is going to get Mark Andrews and Zach Wilson. Okay. So obviously the the... You know, tight end one last year, the t- top tier one tight end, and then Zach Wilson, who's still a young QB. The second side of this is going to get Michael Pittman, a 2023 first, a 2024 first, and Hunter Henry. Uh, obviously, Hunter Henry being the sort of throw-in in that trade. You know, it still makes a small difference because it's close, but... Um, yeah, let's get into this. Nathan, so just off the top of your head, it, do you think, I mean, because Michael Pittman is pretty consistently at this point going ahead of Zach Wilson in startup drafts. You know, we just started our Dynasty Domain 8 um, league. Shout out to those guys. I hope you're listening and welcome to the community. We're glad to have you. Uh, but Michael Pittman went in the fourth round and we're in the sixth now and Zach Wilson hasn't gone. So I think in startup terms, you know, that's not even a one for one. And then I think you're also looking at Mark Andrews being worth maybe two firsts or not worth two firsts. So how, how are you looking at this and breaking it down? Yeah, Mark Andrews being worth the two firsts and Hunter Henry as the tight end replacement. Um, and then Michael Pittman pretty much being equated to Zach Wilson for this trade. So the, the big difference between Team A versus Team B is that Team B is getting a quarterback and Team A is getting no return on that quarterback. Um and I think with the question of the major question mark, and that is Zach Wilson in, in New York right now, I think the 23 and the 24 first is pretty fair to, to at least try and replace and get a, a better, more promising quarterback in one of those classes. And Mark Andrews, you're pretty much, you're, you're giving up an elite tight end, hoping that you're going to get a more elite option, not even at tight end, but a more elite option, likely a quarterback in one of those classes, maybe both, and then probably a wide receiver or running back later. I'm assuming these are going to be mid to late firsts. Yeah, that's just what the general assumption is. I think think they'll be, you know, yeah, late firsts, I think. And I think they'll tend that way. And then also, you know, the person trading away, Mark Andrews, is is not a contender. Uh, I do think it should be noted, though, that Mark Andrews is 26 years old. So you're not looking – it's not like that's a guy like Travis Kelsey where you've got to move off of him because, you know, he's not – he's going to bring value and, and production to your team this year. And then outside of that two- or three-year window, you're not looking at a ton of production. So, Simon, what are your thoughts on this one here? Yeah, well, Mark Andrews should be around for a long time coming. I mean, that is – I mean, you're looking at possibly nine or ten years more. Yeah. I mean, I from, mean for Mark Andrews. He, he's, he's only 26. 
He's a stud. And, and we've done plenty of research on tight ends, you know, lasting it well into the 35, 36 age range. So yeah. not impossible. Exactly. Um, so for me, this is this really comes down to which side wins, um, and I think that's determined by the success of Zach Wilson. And um, this is our QB episode today, so we will be talking about Zach Wilson mm-hmm. later on. Yes, we will. Um, but I think if Zach Wilson turns out to be um, living up to his number two overall pick and is a top 15 scoring fantasy QB that looks like he can hang around in the league for 10 years, then... Um, it, it's super flex dynasty and we will take him over Michael Pittman. Um, because honestly, I, I probably think Michael Pittman is at the peak of his value. Yes, he is. Um, I agree with you there. I mean, he can ball out next year, but eventually the Colts have got to move on. Right. Um, not I mean, move on, but like they'll, they'll, they'll he'll, he'll be getting weapons. a big contract soon. And, and I mean, in redraft yeah. leagues, like he's being drafted, like he's going to be a wide receiver one this yeah. year. And I think yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's, yes, a and I'm not sure he, pushing he doesn't yeah. have a ceiling of wide receiver number one overall. So that's what I don't think like Michael Pittman's going to fall off a cliff or anything, but I don't think he gets better than this. And how, that's how age works. He only gets older, right? Um, so then it becomes, you know, Michael Pittman versus Zach Wilson. Who knows? That's, that's for the future to decide. And then it's Zach Wilson. Uh, no. Mark Andrews versus two firsts and Hunter Henry. And um, I think on paper, you, you got to go with the 23 first, yes. 24 first, Hunter Henry, right? That's a that's a haul. Yes. But um, I don't know. It's just so hard in, in a tight end premium league to get off of that guy just for such a mediocre piece like Hunter Henry. Um, who knows? I, I think, you know, I think a 23 first... Um and obviously, the 24 firsts are not at their peak in value right now. So for people to be selling, I think, giving away these 24 firsts and deals like these, I think that's a little bit silly. Because, I mean, even if you look at websites like Keep Trade Cut, uh, the the early 24 firsts are not anywhere close. I mean, they're being valued equivalent to like a late 23 first. So, like, you know how it is. Every year, these draft picks climb up in value as you get past the, the prior year draft and into the next season. And then, uh, you know, with a good draft class, and you really don't see that that far out until you know a year year and a half before the 24 first could get some more value the 23 first even if it is late you hold a lot of clout with that i mean you you hold a lot of value there and a lot of potential to flip it even if you hold on to it i mean even if you hold on to it and potentially see if it's a higher pick like i mean that would be a huge payoff here Zach Wilson, I still think he's slightly risky. Mark Andrews isn't really risky, but you know the value with Pittman and the two firsts, and then getting Hunter Henry to maybe throw in to move for another tight end later. I think it would be hard for me not to take that side. So, any, Nathan, any more thoughts? Yeah, the the big big game changer here for me is that twenty three first. Just yeah. like you said, I'm not even we're we're excited about the twenty three class, sure. just like everyone else is. And I would say we actually like <laughs> we were excited about the twenty three class before the twenty three class was cool, like a year ago. But the <laughs> it's all about the return with this. I, I mean you're talking about we dynasty players can be so short sighted often and can forget how not I'm not even looking at the player you can get with the 23 first all all I care about is who are you getting back because like literally when when are you ever going to get offered straight up a 23 first for Zach Wilson not very often I just did it I got Jelani and I in a mid to early 23 first and I gave up Zach Wilson and I think that's a pretty good that's I advise I I wouldn't ask for anything less than that to move off of Zach Wilson 
I would never in a million years pay a 23 first for Wilson because of what I could eventually be getting when I trade that away, if I trade that away. Absolutely. So, again, I understand if you wouldn't be comfortable taking the deal as Team A because you're giving up Mark Andrews, who is a rare elite tight end in a very bare tight end landscape like we've talked about before. Because with that 23 and 24 first, the chances are incredibly low that you're going to get a tight end of that caliber. However, if you're getting a haul with that 23 first and that 24 first in, in, in return, um, it you can't say no. Because it's one spot versus two elite spots where you can plug in two elite wide receivers. I mean, assuming that Michael Pittman is has a floor of a high-end wide receiver too. And... Like, it, what are you going to get with that 23 first? You're going to get something a lot more valuable than... Yeah, it's an investing game with this one. Like, Pittman because that, if, so. I, if, I, if I were getting that side, I'd be selling Pittman now. Uh, I'd be holding on to the 23 first and selling that at its peak. I'd be holding the 24 first for another year and selling that at its peak. And then I'd be moving Hunter Henry to, into getting into a better tight end. So, I mean... But but you, but when you make all those deals, then you look back and you look at the guys you got for your team with those assets, and then you compare them to Mark Andrews and Zach Wilson. You're confident and you're almost confident in two things. Number one, you're going to get more players than just two. So for, in terms of the the depth part of that trade, you'll end up moving those pieces for probably th- at least three or four players, maybe five. Right, and, and in many dynasty leagues, there there are some where what matters most is how many singular high-end players at each position can you get because the roster lengths are so uh, so small. I would assume that a lot of the roster a lot of the the roster makeups we have when we're talking about these trades are going to be on the the mid to higher side where where depth matters where you have about three flex spots where you're plugging in guys you have three receivers two running backs uh tight end premium and super flex right so that there's a lot of room there for improvement, especially in those flex positions. And if you have to give up Mark Andrews and plug in a less capable guy at tight end when you can get more elite options in your flex positions, that's probably going to be worth it. Yeah, I think I think we all kind of stand in the same place here in terms of you know value and things like that. So uh, a couple of housekeeping things before we jump into our quarterbacks today. Yay. Um, we have multiple communities where we like to hang out and we like to interact with you. For the first ones, our leagues. Our leagues have been really awesome recently. Uh, very active and lots of people in the chat. For And for June Dynasty Football, that's pretty impressive because it's like Dynasty Purgatory right now. I mean, it's awful. So um, we you can sign up for that on DynastyDomain.com. We've got a lot of other stuff there. We're also big on the Twitter game. We like, we like interacting with people on Twitter. So get on there and follow us. Um, at the Dynasty Domain. And then uh, some other news that we are quite proud of. Number one, we were able to recently sponsor the Scott Fishbowl Potathon, which, um, if you don't know, is a, I think this year it was, how many hours was it total? Oh, 36, 36 hours. 36 around it, there. Straight yeah. of, just, of just fantasy football content. Um, and it's all for a good cause. Um, the, the donations throughout the whole event go to charity. But the, the Potathon is what kicks off what is the Scott Fishbowl, which is basically a, I think it's 2,700 to 3,000 team uh, redraft tournament. And we don't say that word very often on this show, the the redraft word. But in this case, you know, because it is for a good cause and because news number two, we are in the Scott Fishbowl. We are in the Scott Fishbowl as Dynasty Domain. So that is another big development this year. Uh, we figured it was worth mentioning, and we figured it was worth getting into. So uh, we do have a team. We'll keep you updated on how it goes. Our first three picks so far 
pretty good. Kyler Murray, Cooper Cup, and Devontae Adams. So we're feeling okay about our start so far. Uh, but we were um, privileged to sponsor that. So shout out to the guys at Scott Fishbowl. And uh, it's been fun so far. I'm sure it's going to be a fun ride this season. So check out our local page. Let's ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's ride. Check out our locals page. Check out our website for more stuff. Um, you know, the Broncos are like the only horse-centered team out that are, that are good. Oh, that's so no, I'm hurtful. kidding. <laughs> I was I was really just thinking about how bad the Cowboys are. Oh yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, the yeah. Cowboys suck. No, the Cowboys are the, the Colts only aren't horses. We're just Colts. That like, that's Cowboys are horse-centered. That's just like I, a whole I separate the thing. The Colts are just like the Colts. You know. I thought the <laughs> Cowboys were cow centered. Actually, it's Colts with like a U, C U L T S, because the Colts. Oh, like, we are part of the Colts. Uh, yeah. Okay, I see. We have formed a cult. Yeah, that's kind of. I true. mean, we're sitting at a table doing a pod <laughs> because we're depressed. And in the, 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 the dark with with um, Colt Colts cloaks. Yes. 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 They're bright, bright blue exactly with the horseshoe on the Simon's back. Simon's wearing tie dye. He's a hippie. Go Colts. Um, all right, quarterbacks. Let's do this. So uh, we kind of prefaced in in the chat of some of our leagues, and we were talking about it with some of our uh, favorite league mates that there's not a ton of you know hard buys, hard sells in this category. I think this is a category where we pretty much at this point in time we're gonna agree with most of what the market and how the market is valuing some of these guys. But at the same time, there are a couple. There's, I, I can tell you right now, I'll preface with this. There's one huge buy. That we have one huge buy coming out of the CRBST. So we'll kind of do what we did last time. with, with the, This is the last of our four-part series here. Uh, and we're going to go down and we're going to just kind of talk about guys as we go down the list. Who, who has come out of our Dynasty Domain CRBST, which is our algorithm that determines buys and sells. Who's come out as a buy? Who's come out as a sell? Uh, and then we're going to have some discussions. I'm sure we're going to have some good ones. Quarterbacks always tend to... Uh, ruffle some feathers because everybody always, you know, feels really strongly about you know that quarterback. Either they love them or they hate them. So I think that's part of why there's not a ton of you know variance on what we think about quarterbacks against what the market is thinking about quarterbacks. But regardless, let's go through and let's start at the top um, and and let's talk about some of these quarterbacks and and we're gonna give you some good information that you can use even preseason to put your dynasty team in a better position. So. Starting at number one. So, and I, I've, well, I want to revisit this conversation that we had probably two months ago because I argued off a cliff that Justin Herbert was in a, the top tier with these guys, and you guys told me that I was crazy. Do you agree with me yet? About them about not about them all being in the same tier. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. We. I don't. We, well, I mean, we there could, is just Herbert's had. contact contract situation. <laughs> we could go back, and <laughs> I. His I don't. Yeah, I, sorry, I'm not trying to correct you. We could go back and listen because I could be wrong. I don't recall us saying that he shouldn't be in the same tier. I, I think we said that I would take Josh Allen and Mahomes 50-50, and then I'm going Herbert. Yeah, consensus has, has flipped to Mahomes being number three. Yes, it has. But 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 like which I, said, I think is bad. I, I, I think it's. I, I don't think it's great. I'm still going 33-33-33. And then there's one yeah. one percent left yeah. for that. Me, that was, that was what we spent like thirty minutes arguing on yes. last time. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I think it's pretty widely accepted now. Though I mean, these guys are being taken at that rate. There's not a lot to talk about here, though, because um, you know, I do think Mahomes sliding down below these guys. I, I don't really think there's a good reason for it. 
No. I don't really see it. I mean, no. I'm definitely, but but at the same time, it doesn't mean a whole lot because I think everybody pretty much agrees that these guys are all at the top end of tier. So, but but I mean, I think for people to be number one, I think for people to be worried about if you're worried about Mahomes this year, or if you're worried, or if you're saying that he's not in, you know, either a tier with Josh Allen or a tier with Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, I'm not exactly sure that you even watch football. I mean, seriously, if you think that Mahomes has slid down outside of this tier, I need you to get on Twitter and tell us why. I need you to send us an email and tell us why. Anything. Ten because years, five hundred million would 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 say the most talented. Otherwise, I mean, quarterback we've seen in a long. I, no, I I don't see it. We won't spend. It's not a widely held opinion, so we won't spend a lot of time on it. But I do want to hear from you if you do think that Patrick Mahomes has taken a hit or that he's his production is going to be affected. I'm sure this will lead to some final conversations. But those top three guys have almost, you know, for the most part, remained the same. Uh, the next tier of guys: Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, and Joe Burrow. This is where it kind of gets interesting. I mean, especially even even among us. So I'm going to tell you how we have them ranked individually, and then maybe we're going to talk a little bit about why we have them ranked that way. So in terms of Lamar and Kyler, oh my goodness, I guess I got to talk about all three of them. So I have, my order is Kyler at four, and then Lamar, and then Joe Burrow. Nathan and Simon both have Lamar at four. Then Simon goes Kyler at five, and Joe Burrow at six. Uh, Nathan has Lamar at four, Joe Burrow at five and Kyler at six. So we actually all have different rankings for each of these guys. We do. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Look at that. Us disagreeing. First, the difference between Lamar and Kyler, I'm not going to, I'm not going to harp on. I, it's not enough for me to, to be mad about. It's not enough for me to be upset about. Kyler is a better passer. Lamar is a better rusher. That's it. I mean, Kyler is going to score more fantasy passing points than Lamar will this year. Do you agree with that? Yes, probably likely. Yeah. Okay, and Lamar's probably going to rush for more, and that's just how it is. So yep. you know, in terms of which ones you're taking, I don't know. I think they're equally, you know, likely to have the same. I think they're going to have about the same league life. So, so I, so my thing is with Joe. I think the biggest thing here is Joe Burrow because the main difference between what how Simon and I are ranking and how you're ranking is you have Joe Burrow above Kyler, which is really interesting. So, so kind of give us your thoughts mm-hmm. on. Uh, on that one real quick. Yeah, I mean, I th- <laughs> I think we've been here before, uh, deja vu. We have. With yeah. with Kyler and Burrow. So um, we won't spend a whole lot of time on right, it. Right, right, because our first sell, or our first buy is coming up next. But, oh boy, why would I take Burrow, Burrow over Kyler? Um, I trust the long-term situation a lot more, which I understand that from a fantasy perspective, when, when Kyler's on the field, he's uh, pretty incredible. Um. <clears throat> I wonder. I I just I wonder a lot about the relationship there. We we saw some off season stuff kind of loom, kind of under the radar because of all the <laughs> trade crap that was happening on, on all this off season. And there seems to be a contract situation looming um, that has not been, it hasn't been solved yet. Burrow has literally saved the Cincinnati Bengals in the short time that he's been in, in Cincinnati. And, um, they just updated the offensive line. Actually, I'm not going to lie. The offensive line being boosted for Cincinnati is a big reason for me having him a little bit, um, higher over Kyler too, because I think while his 
ridiculous production over the last few games of the regular season last year was impressive. And while I do think it's not sustainable long-term, obviously, I do think that he can do significantly better than he did for a majority of the season last year, which was, I don't even know if it was in the top 12. It was, was fairly underwhelming. Was it a high-end QB2 sort think, of thing? Yes, it was. He can easily do better than that with a better offensive line. And Kyler, I just, I'm, I don't trust Kyler to stay healthy for an entire season. And even though he has, yeah, but well, well, de- define healthy because playing seventeen games. Okay, being on the field, but there's a there's a clear. You you have to admit when you see him play, there is a clear regression in play and even production somewhat um, when when he's on the field and hurt. You know when he's hurt. So yeah. with with Burrow, um, I, I think you can say the same thing about Lamar though. I, I, yeah. I, I think of them very similarly yeah. in that aspect. But, but that, that's, and we talked about that too. I actually prefer the coaching staff for Baltimore over um, over Arizona by a mile. I, I mean, Harbaugh has literally won a Super Bowl there. Oh, he's yeah, a lock he's a forever. And their, their offense is a run-first offense. They have a solid offensive line. They clearly realize that they're, they're going to have to tweak some things with Lamar because of how he had injury issues last season for the first time ever. So I don't anticipate that happening happening again with an established coaching staff there in Baltimore. I, I don't trust what the Cardinals are doing. They, there's something about Arizona that long-term makes me a little bit uneasy. For the next couple of years, they, fine. I don't think there's – it's not like there's going to be a massive production drop-off, and we really like what we see in Arizona with Marquise Brown, Zach Ertz, and the passing game and everything like that. Beyond three, four years, for for me, beyond beyond three years, uh, I I'm I'm uneasy. I have no uneasy anything when it comes to to Joe Burrow and Cincinnati for the long term. Sure. Well, and and you know, I part of that is just because they number one they have a lot of veterans on their roster, defense and offense, and that's that plays into it for sure. But I will say I'll I'll kind of um, say this, and I'll let Simon give his thoughts on this, and then we'll move on. Um, you, I, I don't get the health argument. Sixteen, he, he played his first full season. He played all of his games, QB6. Second season, he played all of his games, QB3. Last season was the first season he actually missed games. He missed three, and he was still QB10. So he's been a QB1 every year he's been in the league. He And if and if he's injured, even if he's not you know out, if he's if he's hurt, if he's playing hurt, and he's still putting up those numbers, I mean, I, I do think that's kind of impressive. Like, I mean, QB, QB3... But it's scary. Just, just last year. It, it is scary. I mean, we, we saw it firsthand. But we so, saw Andrew Luck look, play through injury for years and years and years, and then it cut his career short. But, but that's it's it's not – these injuries aren't of that magnitude, though. And and, and from an in, real-life NFL standpoint, I definitely think it is scary. But really, as a dynasty owner, all you care about is whether they're playing or not and whether they're scoring or not. Do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, no. To me, I don't I don't know why – I think it's maybe just because I've loved Lamar Jackson for a while and just watching him play, but I just prefer Lamar Jackson. I watch a lot more Ravens games than than Cardinals games. So, I, I mean, I, I guess that could be to my fault for just not watching enough Cardinals games, and maybe I would I would side more on the Kyler side. I don't yeah. know. I don't I don't think it's um, a big enough deal for me to um, base my. They're in the same team. Dynasty. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. D- and Dak Prescott's the next guy, and we have him 
QB7. He comes in between this tier and then the next tier, and he's in a tier by himself. And, you know, he's just going to he's gonna stay there. I will say D- Dak Prescott went, I think, at the 106 or 107 before Jonathan Taylor in, in the Dynasty Domain 8 startup draft. And the guy who picked him got kind of trashed a little bit, and I think that's, I think that's a little bit silly. You're talking about... Um, a guy who is an elite QB. I mean, he still is in this elite tier. He's an elite quarterback. He's fairly young. He's going to be around for a long time. He's on a good offense. He's in a good situation. He's very talented. I mean, why wouldn't you take that over? I mean, you know he's going to last outlast Jonathan Taylor by a long time. Well, I mean, he got a DUI at Texas A&M. Didn't you know that? Oh, that changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, that I was still the think that's that, the funniest thing. That you was, ever think yeah, about that? It's so yeah. dumb, man. That it, was the only reason he was a late-round pick. So if anyone ever says, I think eh, it's so well, funny. we should really like these fourth-round quarterbacks because Dak Prescott was really good. Well, shut yeah, up. Whatever. You have... No. Stop. Even taking Dak Prescott over those talented wide receivers. I can't... If somebody's taking Dak Prescott after immediately, if, if the, you know... If there's seven quarterbacks or the first seven picks are all quarterbacks and the seventh one's Dak Prescott, I'm not blaming anybody for that. It's a, especially in a superflex, a superflex dynasty league. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a not. good pick. I I don't hate it. Yeah, that's it's it's solid. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand why people would dog on that. Dak Dak is always in forever constant. He just is. And I think that's in what fantasy, people don't like is. about him. Which is it's really interesting he, it's, because he's not fun. Yeah. And he's not cool, and what he doesn't his run five, like a maniac. Like, well, what dude. about his five-game sample at the beginning of 2020, Nathan? <sighs> remember when he broke his leg and he cried? What a baby. Well, remember when he was on, on par for 7,000 yards and 72 passing touchdowns? Yeah, after like one game. <laughs> there, there's a lot. Of, yeah. Oh at Mason. Anyways, Prescott, he's up here. Good, good, <laughs> good pick. Um, that was fun. Yeah. All right. And let's go into this next tier, guys. We have two buys in this tier. There are three guys, oh and my two gosh. of them are buys. The first one is not I a think buy. all three of them are buys. I mean, they are, but like you know, we Russ was we, a buy before he was traded. Yes, I, I think he settled in now to his correct value range. I still think he's a buy. Did you see his? Well, obviously you've seen his videos. He, he went in the promo first, videos. Oh, Let's ride, God, man. man, bro. Like, I guess you know that kind of boosts his dynasty stock. A Does that make you, you know, want to ride with yeah. Russ? I mean, that's it, the marketing. The marketing depends on how you mean it. <laughs> the, <laughs> The potential with, um, the, you know, even the marketing <laughs> revenue with, with the, you hearing that seductive let's ride. From, yeah. That's just. But let's anyways, let's ride. He, we have him at eight. He's being drafted as QB9. He went in the first round of DDA. So he's. St- wow. And he should. I've seen him do that twice now. So he is moving up. I've loved getting him at the end of the second round round uh, and like third round reversals. Oh, my god. If you gosh. were doing that early in the offseason, hats off to you. That was a very good pick. And yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to be around for quite a few, I have, few more years. I think two leagues where I have Lamar and Russ, and it's like they just he just kept following that far. It was great. Oh, yeah. my. Uh, this, we got trashed for it at work. So so this is the tier of yeah, old guys. Well, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, whatever. Uh, this is the tier of old guys. So the other two guys are old. We're gonna keep going. Uh, the next guys are first. Um, just just a buy. He's a solid buy, I think, and that's Matt Stafford. I I think it's because you, people look at the age column next to Matt Stafford and they see thirty three, and they're like, oh, he's thirty three. Oh no, oh no, uh, oh no. What? I mean, quarterbacks at this point are playing productively until they're what forty. Matt Stafford's gonna play till he's forty, guys. Yup. And. You don't think he's going to try to win a Super Bowl for the next seven years with the Rams? Like I don't know. I think he's just going to suck all of a sudden. I mean, come at the, come on with this. This is it's silly. He just received a huge contract extension, so that's a very positive development, in my opinion. Uh, he is he was hyper productive last year. The interceptions are an issue, so it's obviously going to be based on your scoring settings. But I doubt you have penalized interceptions that much to where it's going to make a difference. He's being drafted behind guys like Trey Lance, 
Trevor Lawrence, Jalen Hurts, guys that are have lots of upside but are still wild cards. They're still. I mean, you just you have to call it what, with, with as what it is with these rookies. They're still wild cards, and Matt Stafford's not a wild card. He's on a Super Bowl contending team. He is extremely productive, and he has probably six or seven productive years left. There's not really another way of looking at this, in my opinion, other than that Matt Stafford, you know, shouldn't be being drafted as a low end QB one when he's consistently. I th- I think he's going to outperform that ranking from a production standpoint, and. I, I think you shouldn't. I, six, six years is a ton of time in Dynasty, guys. Yeah. Didn't he just sign a yes. multi-million? Four, four years. Three or four three years? Or four, four, yeah. Okay, so worst case scenario, Matt Stafford lasts four more years. Do you, do you know how long that is? What When is four years from now? He Let's do some math. 20, 2026. 20, 2026, yeah. Um, Where are we all going to be in 2026? Hopefully, like, still alive. But uh, yeah, that is that is a lifetime Yes, it is. In Dynasty Fantasy Football. So why are you saying Matt Stafford's old and and worried about that and ranking him out of the top 12? Yeah, he was QB5 last year. He was QB5, and he has four more years with an elite offense and, like, the best coach in the NFL and has always shown throughout his career, even in Detroit, that he, he passes like a maniac. It, and when you put him, when you pair him with an elite wide receiver, like, Megatron and then Cooper Cup what's what's the disconnect there I I don't get four it. years it's the age it has to be the age but but you know that's and, just and that's funny. just a solid buy like I think I think he's being drafted later than we would draft him and therefore if you're getting him where he's being drafted he's a good value that makes him buy he I would say he is approaching the the age is a valid argument age you know because he's he's getting to the point where yeah no i said approaching him i still have him over the guys who are but i think who are 10 12 years younger well yeah that's that's why josh allen herbert and mahomes yes 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 uh, absolutely younger Uh, yes uh because the guys below are still risky as soon as those guys prove that they're not those risks they jump why would you take the risks over the proven dynasty elite high-end qb1 QB ones when, you, when, yes. when why would you has probably another five years exactly at least I yeah for me and that's safe enough for, for me for a QB I think we've seen the data and it doesn't really matter how old a QB is they're probably as long as they're playing they're probably going to produce especially if yeah. they're an elite QB like Ben Big Ben was like what thirty nine last year yeah and that's that's when they st- I start getting worried around thirty eight like, yes that's when I'm like and we'll talk about with the next player yeah. yeah yeah hey can I say one quick thing about age too as we move into Aaron Rodgers no no thank you so. None, none of us here are doctors. None of us are claiming that. However, it has become very, very clear, very clear that there have been a lot of like changes for the better when it comes to like medical procedures, when no, it comes to there's surgeries. Been, there's been no medical the, advancement. Uh, in the last oh, yeah. Years. Like Cam Akers didn't just come back from an Achilles, full Achilles tear like six months after he no, did it. he didn't. No, and... And J.K. Dobbins isn't 100 percent after destroying his ACL. Godwin may. Oh, he's actually not. He's Godwin's. Actually not. Godwin's. Okay, whatever. Godwin's not coming back potentially for week one after shredding his knee, which oh, is Avery, a possibility. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yes, it's a possibility. Adam Schefter reported that. Anyways, they're not all really yeah. serious. Yeah, they're, all they're hoping to, say, to not get him on on the pup list. Medical stuff aside. Medical stuff aside. 
The NFL has put rules in place, even in the last five years, to protect quarterbacks specifically. I mean, <laughs> we've literally seen it. If you place your pinky finger on the helmet of a quarterback after he's thrown the ball, it's 15 freaking yards. Especially and if it drives you insane. But Brady has even said it himself. Like, Breeze has said it himself. The reason these guys were able to go so far is because all of a sudden they got all of these awesome QB rules where they can't be touched. There's no shot Brady's still playing right now if these rules weren't in place. He also only eats like mushrooms yeah, for well, dinner. So Those guys probably take a hard hit once a game. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. I'm mm-hmm. exaggerating. For, not for very the elite many. guys, no, I, I would say maybe less than that. I mean, I, for the elite guys, they don't take many hard correct. hits. Correct. If they have a good offensive line, like, yeah, I mean, you you cringe every time they're Brady still getting gets hit, hit, hit quote, softly hit. by a three hundred pound, pound dick. Like, dude, dude, I swear, nowhere near when even Manning was in the league six years ago. Oh, Manning yeah. was getting Manning, destroyed. T- Man- when, Manning's neck was like broken. It was like he was getting destroyed. Yeah, and no. yeah. Anyways, say it again for the people in the back. There, these think guys Tom, are going to last longer. Tom Brady, I think, and this is a take. I think. I think Tom Brady is the first of many. I think Tom Brady yes. is is going to yes. start a trend where quarterbacks actually play into uh-huh. their early forties yep. at least. Yep. I, I think guys like Aaron Rodgers, if he doesn't get bored with it, yep. guys like Matt Stafford, yep. guys like Russell Wilson, as long as he can adjust, not using his legs as yep. much as he adjustments ages. big. Guys like even guys like Derek Carr. I, I it's I think that we're going to see a trend where quarterbacks are going to stick around a little bit now until Grant, they're at least. They could maintain their elite production until they're at least forty, and then and, the, maybe and then there's also the that, possibility but. that they don't though. Like we saw it with Ben Roethlisberger, and but and part of that also was Ben. It was always a tank, and just at the end of his career, could not move. Like just couldn't. It would just. Ugh. It's also body type, but body type, and he yeah. had a very unique body type for a QB. He was yes. a very. He was always large. So, um, yeah. Go ahead, Simon. According uh, to Google, mm, good source. Google, works. Yes, very good source. A man's peak. Physical um, strength, fitness is at the age of 33 years old. Literally maxed right? out. Well, so this is just well, according yeah. to Google. Maxed who knows what Google knows? I don't know. This could, I mean, Listen this is to just Google, a quick Google when you draft your quarterback. Yeah, Google's big tech. But, I mean, these are also elite athletes. So um, according to that, you could, it would make sense. It just makes sense. These are, these are guys who are just throwing the ball. I mean, they could probably go three, four, five years when they're being protected that well. So yeah. I can also see these guys just calling up Brady once he's retiring and be like, bro, send me your uh, your your workout schedule every week and, and show me your like like your diet. And Brady and will what say you ate. no. And he'll say, I ate tomatoes and mushrooms every day, all day. And I worked out eight hours a day. And I kissed my kid on the lips. <laughs> and it was coming. Every, I have to throw that. He's just so weird. He's like, oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. I didn't defeat the balls. The, the, the point is these quarterbacks are going to last longer. So Aaron yeah, Rodgers is the next it. buy that yeah, we so, have. So, so let's let's get into our, our, our main attraction here. Our main, the main event, guys. This is our biggest QB buy. Because for the love, why... Is Aaron Rodgers being drafted as QB eighteen? Eight guys, eight, eighteen. <laughs> because people don't want to win. Let's, they they hey, don't no, want no, to no. win now. Let's they stop. want to win in five years. Avery, let's, he scored zero points against the Saints Week One last year. It's more, but it's more. It's better <laughs> to win in five years than now. Didn't you know that? Let's li- yeah, because dynasty leagues always last. So that long. draft and immediately start a rebuild. Let's, let's 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 listen to the guys who are being drafted above Aaron Rodgers right now. Sit back, relax. Trey Lance, acceptable. 
Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Justin Fields. Derek Carr. I can't even get behind that, and I love me some Derek Carr. Zach Wilson. That is so Wait. bad. Mac Jones. Two attack of Iloa. Oh. Guys, um, <clears throat> I know that it's not a hard requirement that you watch football to play Dynasty, but have you ever watched like actual NFL football? You do know that we're talking about the NFL MVP. I don't exactly care that he's 38 because honestly, Aaron Rodgers has... It's like he's gotten better. It's it's actually ridiculous. It's almost like he won MVP the last two years. I mean, have you... Like MVP. Like the most MVP. valuable player. And it's not just because he was very valuable to his team. He also is extremely talented and very good at throwing football. Remember when he threw football to Robert Onion in a window that was like not even a window it was like a crack in the door oh my and gosh he literally threw onion open he, he does what it, was that like I mean, week he, three he does it all the, so, yeah, I remember so, so what it. so we're worried about aaron Rodgers because it's it's the mahomes thing all over again you know we're worried um, about Rodgers because he's not going to be throwing to adams this year <sighs> he has made his receivers guys the these receivers have been no names until they have grown to build a relationship with Rodgers, and then they've broken out and then once they leave they are nobody they're nobody yes this is a Devonte adams tweet it absolutely it's, is it's actually not um aaron Rodgers has never it was. okay aaron Rodgers has never played a full season and finished lower than qb9 <laughs> that is so well no stupid. since 2009 when i get sleeper started 38 like i said 38 <laughs> is the point age-wise where I get a little bit concerned about age. So there is that. Aaron Rodgers, I think at this point, Aaron Rodgers could easily play to Tom Brady's age if he wanted to. I just, and, and part of the other thing with Aaron Rodgers is he's kind of a personality wild card because he is kind of, you know, first of all, culturally, uh, you know, we Aaron Rodgers is a beast. I, watching him on the Bat McAfee show is hilarious. He, he is a funny guy. He's laid back. He has a lot of haters. He got a ton of crap for the COVID stuff. See, uh, COVID, by the way. But honestly, like he is a cool guy. I can that's why I can see him retiring. But at the same time, he's obviously committed to Green Bay. He signed a, another long term deal. He is, I think, involved in a lot of their front office moves now, which is what he wanted. Uh, why he was a little bit fed up with Green Bay in the first yeah, place. Good against finally took Freaking a hint. Goot, he took a hint. The Gucci boy. But QB eighteen. You're talking about what did he finish at last year? Help. What what did he where did he finish last year? QB what? Rogers yeah. at QB six. <laughs> Being drafted as a QB eighteen. Why? Because he's old and he didn't get the vaccine. You do realize he also missed a game last season too, and he still finished QB six. I can't. I can't. I can't. This is guys. This is the main. I know it's old. I know you're robbing the grave. I know you have to go into a retirement home to get Aaron Rodgers because he's thirty eight years old. But this is our main attraction. You. I mean, as a rebuilding team. Even as a rebuilding team, though, where you're getting him like in startup drafts, you're getting him and then you're moving him. Like, I mean, because you can, because number one, quarterbacks are going to get hurt. People are going to, you know, not pan out. And these contenders are going to be needing QBs. And Aaron Rodgers is going to be worth so much in season. So, so, so much. Yep. But not only that, if you're contending and getting him at where he's going in startups, oh my gosh, guys. 
oh my gosh, you're talking about you can go get those elite wide receivers. You can go get those elite running backs, even maybe an elite tight end or two, in the first four rounds of a startup draft. And then you can grab Aaron Rodgers in the fifth or sixth round at this point and be totally bases covered at at least one quarterback spot in a super flex league. You could do Aaron Rodgers in the fifth or sixth. You could do Kirk Cousins in the seventh, and you are looking good at quarterback. That is a good, a very good quarterback room. Aaron Rodgers is an elite production dynasty fantasy quarterback for this next year and probably for a couple more. I agree. It gets riskier every year. Yes, and especially this is as a why thirty-eight-year-old. This is why um, I have given in to the sixteen-year age gap and moved Trey Lance over Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Um, we, and and um, here's, the, here's the real kicker. I also moved Jalen Hurts. Ahead of, ahead of Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of poopy for me. Sorry. Oh, that's horrible. That's really bad. Seriously? I mean, okay, which one has more long-term stability? <laughs> Rodgers. <mean, Rogers. laughs> he you, does. You really don't think there's... I mean, I think at this point, it's like a 60-40 chance yeah. that Rodgers outlasts yes. Jalen Hurts. There's, yes. there's obvious... I get yeah. it. They, Jalen Hurts, if he... Hands out as a QB, and if he's healthy and all that, and his okay. situation. Look, no, I get it. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I won't be long. You're fine. I get it. There is so much upside for him. If he has a good year and he signs long term, next offseason he absolutely jumps Rodgers. Here's yeah. here's okay. I, I agree it's with a what little, you're saying. It's a little early. For here's me. what I think. A, even if Jalen Hurts doesn't do well enough to stay with the Eagles, I think he goes somewhere and gets another chance. So and and he's going to produce no not a long term chance but I'm saying like I think that get puts him at at least like the two years left of trying range and that's probably where I view Rodgers and with the elite production of both of them I don't know but I also think Jalen Hurts is going to improve he has a good situation he has a good coach he has a good series he has a good line he has a good run game he has a good defense look doesn't Rodgers have a Rogers has a three-year deal. Yeah, right? yeah, I know, and and okay. this is not an argument about who's the better NFL car- quarterback no, because no, Aaron no, Rodgers no, no, no. is like we're I'm not stupid. It's not even close. Um, I'm just giving into in that case a 14-year age gap, it, and it just is going to depend on the scheme. I will say this: if the Philadelphia Eagles ever switch to a scheme, I mean, if you look at Jalen Hurts' passing splits last year without his rushing splits, I mean they are pretty bad. Like, and they're a lot less than impressive. It's it, and it's really unfortunate. And when you're talking about how the dynasty community, they agree, Simon, the dynasty community 100% agrees with you because Jalen yeah. Hurts is going at the one-two turn. I don't know if that's a good thing. No, I don't. I don't I, know. If I don't like to agree with them very but, much. But <laughs> we've got some guys in the dyna- in our domain leagues that are, are high on Jalen Hurts. I'm trading up to take him. But but I mean, at this point, I've seen Jalen Hurts go at the one-two turn twice now. Yeah, and, the and value you can get Aaron Rodgers. The value is later in the close. draft is. So so much greater than Jalen Hurts. But even like, who would I rather have on my contending team? I mean, I'm still saying Rodgers at this point. I mean, even long term. Now, for a rebuild, I think you definitely have to lean Jalen Hurts. But that's not saying a lot because, I mean, it's still close. And if you you prefer Aaron Rodgers so much over Jalen Hurts on a contending team, that for me, it just it's not enough. Now, like I said, if Jalen Hurts gets that long term deal, if he improves, if his passing splits look better. I, I, he should move above Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but at, the, I, at this point in time, I mean, you're, you, what you're essentially what you're doing, I think, is you're making a, a a forecast, you're making a prediction, and and trying to get ahead of the curve. Which, in, in some aspects, this is part of what we do. So it's bold. It's in the realm of possibilities, but I think it's a little bit too early to go there for me. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. 
Um, and this is this next thing I want to say is not directed towards Simon because he's a he's a lot more rational than a lot of people in the dynasty community. Um, I understand that youngsters and, and like rookies and and new quarterbacks coming into the, into the league are like super cool and awesome and fun and cool to like start liking and, also cool. and getting into and super cool and awesome and fun. And cool. Um, and it it gets. Uh, it gets a little boring liking the same people who are elite and proven and do it every single year That's how you win for their entire career. Like who, who, who likes to like Drew Brees for twenty years? Who likes to like Tom Brady as a fantasy asset for twenty five years? Who likes to like Aaron Rodgers, who's who's been an elite QB one for fifteen years? Who like? Well, why would we not like the super cool new guys that are coming in into the NFL on uncertain teams with uncertain contracts? Why? Yeah. Why would we not prefer yeah, them it. over Aaron Rodgers? Right? No. Not right. Not there yet. Not right. Uh, but please, I get it. There's an argument to be made for the, it. Yes. I think I I just wouldn't be doing but, it. But I, but I don't wouldn't recommend it to somebody. Don't uh don't don't go crazy. With the young guys, because let's be honest, how how many? Ah, you know what? I got it. I'm going to do a short on this. Actually, I'm not going to do a player. I'm going to do it on you like it. QBs that have actually hit over the last like ten years and see how how many QBs are drafted that have value in dynasty every single year and how many of them actually have lasting dynasty value for more than five years. The percentage is, I I I can already tell you it's going to be incredibly low. So that's all I got to say about that. Forest. Trey Lance is a complete wild card, so I don't have much for against moving him above Aaron Rodgers at this point. I mean, he's clearly being drafted above Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's clearly being valued by everybody else above Aaron Rodgers. I want to see more before I do that. I, it's hard for me. I'm very conservative as to what I'm going to recommend people do to make their dynasty team better. So for me, like saying, yeah, trade Aaron Rodgers for Trey Lance, like, yeah, that's all. I'm like, nah, I don't know about that one. But obviously, like I said, on a contending team, you're going to want Trey Lance. So it is, it is very situation dependent, and context matters, and we understand that. Um, but at this point, I mean, we're, we're throwing out these rankings We're we're, uh, we're just kind of doing it in a vacuum and even in a vacuum, I think it's just a little bit too soon for me with the young guys, but, but in a year that's absolutely possible. But at the same time, you know, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to drop off. The only reason he would decrease in value is because of his age. No, like that would be, I don't, I don't see it. He's not going to be big Ben. So, so technically, and, and, and we'll kind of, uh, segue here. Technically Jalen Hurts is a sell in our, in our, he's a soft sell in our, by sell tool, our CBST. Um, he's being drafted around QB 10. We have him around QB 13, 14, really by around 14. But I'm not, I mean, it just depends. Like I, I, I just don't like, I think you can, and I, we were talking about this earlier. We would like to have some shares of Jalen Hurts, but it's really hard because it's, it's been, it's been hard to get him at the price. We think he's, he's, should be correctly valued at. Yeah, I mean, we always think he's uh, he, selected he's way too high. He's consistently going too high, in my opinion. And, and like one two turn high. Now the one two turn, like I, I can even get behind maybe taking him at the two three turn if you want, like really want a share of him. The one two turn, heck no. I mean heck no. Even just for value's sake, like you have so many other guys there that you could even just draft to flip into Jalen Hurts plus. So taking him there, even yeah, even, that's I get it. It's a super flex. It's I it's dynasty. I get it. That's a the one two turns of reach. For I me. I agree because I I did I saw him go the one two turn in front of Trey Lance, 
in front of the pick after D- Dak Prescott in front of Matt Stafford and Russell Wilson, Trey Lance. So those three guys, and and that for me is like, oh boy, it's, no. It's, I mean, it's yeah. Even even Trey Lance, who we have him in the same tier as, just has so much more market value that you're you're even cut. You're selling yourself short there, no matter what your opinion is. At least just take the guy you like more and trade him in down tier. And I know like you typically don't draft to trade, but that's one where it's like pretty pretty explicit i guess yeah explicit yeah explicitly um cut yeah cut it's pretty good <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, i know i was yeah. just, i get what you're saying yeah no I, like there, I there is a value gap Nathan, in the in the he was saying eye. you know like by explicit he means like he was calling you know, yeah no like a bunch I, of f words dude i know i was making a joke he means like it, it's like a hard truth like i i was making a joke because i thought i was funny no i meant like it was like you know straight up straightforward yeah yeah yeah, I, dude, Ex- like yes. explicit. Like y- yes, I know. I know. Like I explicitly told you something. Like you've yeah. heard that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I was making a joke because I knew exactly what he was saying. Your voice is cracking. You're getting nervous. Um, what? Yeah. <clears throat> so that was really loud. Yeah. I'm making the audio waveforms go crazy here. Uh, Sorry. Deshaun Watson's in this tier. Can we take like a half a second and laugh at Deshaun Watson together? One, two, three. Ha 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 ha! In left. I saw. <laughs> I literally saw this in a league. They're like, oh, Desha- Deshaun looks like he's chilling. I'm like, what part about four active <laughs> sexual assault lawsuits is chilling to you? Like, well, better than 23. And that's, I think, the most common misconception right now is that they're like, oh, he's he he settled, you know, 20-something sexual assault lawsuits. I mean, he's sitting sitting pretty. Like, four active lawsuits for sexual assault is <laughs> no pushover. Just because he was a super predator doesn't mean that he's off the hook just because he's a normal predator now. Like, I mean... <laughs> he's not he's not out of the woods yet and and, yeah. and and i will say it wouldn't surprise me if he gets out of the woods and if he you know only gets a year suspension if he gets anything less than a year like i think i think i'm we gonna were, be so disappointed i think, we'll, I think we will have to admit that we were fading him a little bit too much at that point yeah i'm but, confident uh, though even... he's gonna get a year and i to ch- chilling yeah Deshaun is chilling right now yeah i'm sure i'm sure he is i'm sure he's not sweating the poor women who have accused him of sexual assault at all and look i'm not i'm not i i Innocent until proven guilty, a hundred percent. I I'm absolutely on board with that. But at the same time, to say that he's chi- like his situation is good, uh, I, I still think that is a very it's very, far from good. It's, it's far from <laughs> yeah. good. Good, so would, like, good would be no. Talk losses. about a bad situation. Texans were a horrible NFL situation. Imagine like the worst NFL situation in in history, like in the history of the league, but worse because. It's it's worse. Yeah, it's it, just it, worse. It's, it's not. There's good. nothing good. And so we won't say anything more on that, other than like you know we've seen Deshaun Watson. Well, Falling on, falling to the two three turn. He did go two uh, two in our latest DDA draft, but that was Goma Juice, so that's kind of an outlier, and that's fine. Yeah, he's and, essentially and, our fourth and, member. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he, you know, his his yeah. He's, and he a, names his teams after Deshaun Watson, <laughs> so that's like pretty much. All you and again, know. the reason we have Deshaun still at QB thirteen, just outside of a QB one, is because if he ends up coming back he's, and he's having less year. than a year suspension, man, we're gonna have to move him back up, and we're not gonna we want to. We don't want to look like idiots I, when I, he ends up back on yeah. the field. I don't. I don't think he um, gets less than a year. Yeah, I. I would hope so. I've heard multiple things. I personally don't think it. I don't think it will be less than a year. I've heard the possibility of it being six to eight, and <laughs> the the NFL. Nuts. I mean, guys, the NFL has shown in the past when it comes to things like this, the level of accountability is very low yeah especially with something like this where again i mean you said 
this is a thing with the NFL, innocent until proven guilty, and them as a third party, them having to get involved in this legal stuff when Deshaun has not been convicted of anything coming into this season. There's probably only so much they can suspend him. And even if they do it for a year, they they what they could do is they could say six to eight weeks officially and then say we wanted to do more. They could make it publicly clear that we wanted to do more, but our hands were tied. That could, that is in the realm of possibilities. It is. And I don't think it should happen. I personally don't think it will. I think it'll be a year if it's not indefinite. If it's indefinite, that's a big oof because that's for, that's, that means this is going to be looming for a long time, and the yeah, NFL doesn't know what to do with yeah, it. Yeah, and, def- and if you're not familiar with that term, indefinite like means until further and notice. Like, yes. It, so like, and and his his dynasty value at that point is going to be all over the place. I, you're going to have people still being, having him in the top eight. You're going to have people having him down to like 24. It's going to be I was, everywhere. I was being sarcastic. I was making a joke at you. I know everybody else knows what indefinite means, but you didn't know what explicit meant. So, yeah, right. I was making. A um, joke. Yeah. Anyways, with Deshaun, not not. Chilling. Yeah, just but, wanted to make that but, clear, though. But we have him ranked, uh, you know, in the tier with Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, and Jalen Hurts right now, which some of you will like, some of you won't. Um, it's just preference at that point, and that's still pretty muddy. Uh, the next year, guys, uh, we, we pretty much 15, 16, 17, that's pretty much where they're being drafted, Fields, Carr, and Wilson. Um, let's talk about each let's, let's talk about each of them briefly. Can, can we talk can, about Fields it? and Wilson mostly? Because we talk, we've talked about Derek Carr a lot so with Yeah, so with Fields, you know... I. What the Bears are doing around him, I don't know. I don't know why they're not getting more weapons. Velas Jones. I, it just doesn't <laughs> matter. And he's 25 now. Yes. And I and I love Matt Eberflus, but I don't know why they did that. And so it's hard for me to find bright sides with Justin Fields. They why were did they not Christian Kirk? If they wanted a 25-year-old wide receiver <laughs> just because he oh went for $46 million. Hey, like, hey, give me a high five. That's what uh, the the Bears draft room did when they got Velas Jones in the third round. They were very excited. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, so it's hard to find. I mean, I think, I don't think I'm, I'm definitely not buying into Justin Fields. No. Um, but I don't think I'm moving off of him unless somebody really is high on Justin Fields. I think if somebody gives me the right offer for Justin Fields, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, you take, you assume the risk. And if I get a less risky return, that's value wise, I'm not taking a hit. Absolutely. I mean, that's a no brainer, but like at the same time, it's just not a ton to do with him. And with Zach Wilson, uh, I think we had a mention in our, in our comment section about him maybe being a, a, a buy. It's hard. You've watched some videos on Zach Wilson. What are your takeaways? What are your takeaways in terms of how you think he's going to do this year? Should we be buying Zach Wilson? I mean, we don't have. It's not in our algorithm as a buy. I like Zach Wilson though. Uh, he clearly, you know, after this week's reports, he clearly is an interesting character. But what? Do you, what are your? What, are your, what, are your, what, are, what a legend! What, yeah. What, as what are, they say, the goat. Yeah. What? What are your thoughts on Zach Wilson? <laughs> um. Uh, well. Sleeper says he's been adding muscle in the offseason, so that's that's, oh, <laughs> that's always good. Don't say an um, athlete adding man. muscle yeah, in the right? offseason. Um, Dude, value spike, boom. Well, I don't know. I've, I've 12, watched baby. some film on him. I've watched some film breakdowns on him. I really like a lot of what he had going on later in the season. Uh, he seemed to his pre-snap and reads were a lot better, and you know the biggest the biggest thing he improved on were his post-snap reads because I think even like. His uh his game against the Patriots where Belichick likes to, d- to disguise a lot of his zone versus man coverages and and throw some weird stuff in there and uh, it seemed like later when facing that type of thing Zach Wilson got a lot better but um you know I think a lot of that depends on coaching 
Uh, he can only do so much on his own. So how good is his coaching quality going to be? But it seems like they are doing the right things to help him because um, if you have a receiver that's open, they're open, right? I mean, if he can hit an sure. open man, I yeah. mean, I know I'm oversimplifying it, but he has good receivers now. I mean, he has he, Elijah Moore. He has wasn't simple for Carson Wentz, so it's <laughs> not simple for everyone. You're right. You're right. Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, <laughs> and the, you know one of the greatest receiver prospects of all time, Corey Davis. Right? Oh, um, absolutely. Yes. Uh, he now has Brees Hall and Michael Carter, and he, they have Michael who? Did I say the wrong thing? I'm joking. No, he was just. He, he it was who's who's Michael Michael Carter? We don't know who Michael Carter he exists. Is anymore. Yeah, it, it was hmm. a joke. It was a joke. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't think the about guy it too from much. the Office. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I think that's Michael S- Michael Scotter. Shut up! I can't do <laughs> that. This. Was so bad. Yeah, yeah you're, Michael you're Carter. In, like we laughed up. when Avery made the joke, and then we laughed when I made the joke, and then you you <laughs> made a joke. The joke was up here, and then it went up here, and then it was a <laughs> yeah. It was done. Yeah, no. All right, keep going. Sorry, yeah. Simon. So, anyways, Michael Jackson, he's in the Jets' backfield too, and um, Michael Jordan, and um, yeah, yeah, they have a good yeah. team. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I do like Zach Wilson. I'm not going out and buying him though. It's just okay. risky. I think Nathan, you said just earlier, right when we were talking about our trade scenario, you would not go out and trade a 23 first for him. But a million if, years. Yeah, but if you're getting a trade, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm about there with you. So, so let's, touch yeah. on, let's touch on one more guy here because, um, you know, we got Brady and Tannehill and Pickett, and, you know, what, is, there, is there somebody else you want to – we're getting on hours. Is there somebody else you want to uh, touch no, on? No, it's okay. It's okay. Because the, the last guy I want to talk about, um, first of all, Wentz and Goff, the, where they're going in where they're going in startups is kind of ridiculous because they're starting QBs. And uh, they're being, I mean, you're getting starting QBs in that 10th or 11th round of a startup. That's ridiculous. I mean, take the value there for sure. But um, I really think when people play Dynasty, they just plan to win in three years. It's like, so, so I think everyone goes in like, you know what? My team is just going to, everything's going to happen perfectly. I have the perfect view of every, every player, what I think is correct. And they're all going to hit their peak in three years. So I'm not going to draft the guys who are at their peak now. I'm just going to win in three years. And then a lot of them end up just... Something goes wrong because that's how life goes, and um, then they never win. And the person who goes out and yeah. uh, they do all this, they do all this work, and then their league collapses. Yeah. and they're like so, crap. so draft that Kirk Cousins and that Derek Carr, Tom Brady, Aaron Even Rodgers. If you have quarterbacks, like, take, just take the value. Um, but here's what I want to touch on. Last thing, the biggest buy we have down in this range is Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think the reason for that is mm-hmm. because of what we have seen with Baker Mayfield. Uh, a little bit apples and oranges because I don't think there's any guarantee that Jimmy Garoppolo gets a starting job anywhere this year because I, he's not starting for the Niners, and I don't think the Seahawks are like willing to pull the trigger on a QB, any of the, the QBs left in the market. I don't even know if the 49ers would want to trade him to the Seahawks. Because it's in division, so it's that's hard to. So, you know, it's a little bit different, but it is worth mentioning for sure because, you know, I will, I'll, I'll do a personal example. Um, I was able to get Baker pre-trade because I, I, I had a really, really strong feeling Baker would be traded. A lot of people have really strong feelings that Jimmy G is going to be traded. Uh, I traded Rondell Moore for Baker Mayfield, and then I got a 23 first back for Baker after he got traded. So, obviously, yeah, that's th- insane. Th- there are investment opportunities for huge returns, you know, and I'm not bashing either of those trades that I made with either of those guys because at the time, they're not terrible trades. But at the same time, um, 
It's for, just a really good for me. It's a for it's you insanely yep. good flip. Yeah. I flipped Rondell Moore for it's just playing the market. And, yeah. and so and that's and there's definitely playing the market potential here with Jimmy Garoppolo. I definitely think he's going to be a starting QB at some point again in the league. If not this year, it will be next year. So I think part of the reason we're ranking him, you know, five spots higher than everybody else is because we do see that. And I think if you buy into that, I think if you buy into Jimmy G now for cheap, there is a pretty good chance that you're going to be able to get a good return on investment once the time comes that Jimmy G is going to be starting in the league again. And I think that could be sooner rather than later. But we'll, we'll yeah, see there there are quarterbacks that will be starting week one in the NFL next year for, for multiple teams that um, are much, much, much worse than Jimmy, Jimmy G. Jimmy G may not be starting next year, week one. He is a top 32 quarterback in the NFL, at least. We have him 27. People have him outside of the top 30. What, what do, no, where do we have him? We don't have him at 27, sorry. We Ooh, have him at 30. We have him 30, at 30, yeah. which I could see that going up whenever he gets traded at some point I, or goes to a yeah, different he's team. He's not the 30th best quarterback when yeah. he's playing. Dude, freaking Malik Willis in keep trade cut is QB 27. <laughs> now, that is, that is seriously dumb. I, I think I will be surprised if Malik Willis not not just not I think I will be stunned if Malik Willis ever becomes a starting QB in the NFL. Yeah, I, and at this point with third round draft capital, like I mean, unless it's a one off where he's starting for an injured Ryan. But Tannehill what about Dak Prescott? Yeah, I, oh Guys, man, stop! Uh, hey, can no, I can I read you something? Uh, as long as it's not terribly long and boring. Yes. Yeah. No, I just I he wanted wants to, to read us the Chronicles of Narnia. N- oh my gosh! No, I just wanted to touch on the third round quarterbacks that have gone from oh, yeah, 2015 like to I 2021. Like from 2015 to 2021, the third round quarterbacks that have been drafted in the NFL: Garrett Grayson, Sean Mannion, Jacoby Brissett, Cody Kessler, Davis Webb, C.J. Beat Hard. That's Beathard, Mason Rudolph, Will Grier, Kellen Mond, and Davis Mills. Malik Willis and Desmond Ritter are going in rounds 11 to 13 of Dynasty Startups. Make it stop. Make it stop, guys. I think that's really, really, really important context because not one of those guys hit. Davis Mills could still technically yeah. hit, but that's yeah. it. No. And I don't yeah. see it. I don't see long term. I think no. they're going to get a QB next year. Um, but Tom Brady went at pick 199. All right. We, yeah. And Dak, I know. I get it. It's those, guys, those guys at are those, the standards. Love looking at those love, special love looking guys. at the outliers, man. That's what you do, man. You base your data projection on outliers. That's, that's how data is. Uh, yes. I do want to mention one more guy real quick. I think Matt Ryan is a pretty good value for a contending team for as late as he's being drafted because he's going to be very productive for at least the next, I think, two years. Um, so I would be I would be remiss to mention my quarterback one on the Colts, Matt Ryan. I am very, I would be very excited to have Matt Ryan on a contending team. But I think that's it. I'm looking through. I mean, I don't want to talk about Sam Darnold. I don't want to talk about yeah, Matt Corral. So um, like I said, some pretty set in stone values for these guys uh we want to hear your thoughts so so if you have you know differing opinions obviously you guys in the leagues will hear from you as soon as this episode is released and how we're stupid and we live in a bubble and and we're a cult c-u-l-t not c-o-l-t and blah 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 which is fine we'd like to hear from you though so so get a get us on twitter and and tag us in some stuff and we want to hear kind of your thoughts on the qb market uh which is obviously you know in a super flex league it's the most important market there is so so we kind of just saved the best for last year yes you've Timmy from Mountain Range, Wyoming. <laughs> Let us know your input. Yeah, that's Timmy. <laughs> and we we really want to hear from uh, Malik Willis and, and Davis Mills because they, they probably their feelings are probably hurt. And they obviously and Desmond Ritter. They're listening, so so yeah. we'd like to hear from them. Yeah. But um, Rogers loves us. Yeah, that's what we've got for you today. Um, 
Follow us on Twitter. Uh, check out DynastyDomain.com. We've got our locals linked there. We've got free rankings, join a league, things like that. We really appreciate all of you being a part of the community. So thank you for joining us. This has been Dynasty Domain. Dynasty Domain.